Hello and welcome to the No Magic Fantasy. (laughs) This is episode 122. And as always, with me I have Brandon. Goddamn foreign cars. (laughs) Can't trust them. Can't trust them. And we also have Dave. Hey, Kate. You haven't seen my new apartment. I haven't seen your old apartment. <laughs> Burn. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's quick, quick uh, pop in by Judge. Yep, yep. I, I like that cameo. It was a fun one. Um, if you don't know these quotes or what we're talking about here, we are talking Gremlins, the holiday horror comedy classic from 1984. Uh, produced by none other than Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, um, yeah. Directed by Joe Dante and written by Chris Columbus. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, got got a stacked a stacked house here. Um, but before we get into all that, uh, we have this is our last episode of 2023. We're wrapping it up. Uh, a good year with the gremlins um and we are you know we're we're still deciding on schedule but after this episode we're going to be taking a two-week hiatus you know for the holidays all the the festivities and and such Mm -hmm. so we will return in 2024 with some hot new content um so (laughs) So keep an eye (laughs) so hot Keep an eye on the schedule. I'll, you know, once we figure out what episodes we're doing, uh, keep an eye on the nomadsoffantasy.com. I always have the schedule up to date up there um, with what we will be doing next. So that's probably the best place. And also on our social media um, at Nomads of Fantasy, Twitter uh, is probably where we'll be posting most of the stuff. Um, so, yeah. And actually, the best place to stay updated is our Discord, uh, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. If you want to join our Discord there, and the link's right on the website, so you can't miss it if you want to chat with us. Um, but we had a couple comments of some people uh, who also liked Gremlins. Um, just just two this week, short social section. Uh, over on X over there, um, I finally watched. Just said simply, love it. Yeah, I'll take it. Sure, I'll take it. Love and. Song Love, yeah, <laughs> love is a strong word. Dave, it is. Dave has been foreshadowing some yeah. things, so yeah. I'm excited to get into our conversation. Um, and also, as always, Tejas, uh, over in our Discord, there left a great comment. Uh, it says, A great holiday horror classic, Gremlins scared and made me laugh as a child. This combination of emotions made it forever stick in my brain. Now, it's one of those movies that I think about when that. When I think about it, I want to watch it. Right. It's also a rare Christmas horror movie from that time, a genre that has increased slowly, which is interesting because, yeah, I feel like now, right. like every at least once a year, like during the holiday, you know, around the holiday season, we see a, a new horror mm-hmm. Christmas classic. 
uh, not classic, but just a, a release of a horror Christmas movie. Some sort of murder it's, Santa. It's popular right. these days. They had Violent Night or whatever with uh, <laughs> Hopper over there well, from Stranger Things. Yep. Um, there's always, yeah, the, like the Krampus movies. There's always, that, right. that is definitely a uh, growing genre. Not one that I've really dipped my toes Maybe next into, year but we'll do a, a horror, I mean, a proper horror movie for Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> for Christmas. Hey, that could be fun. That could be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I mean, that's all. You guys got anything else before we hit the break and no, just go right into yeah. Gremlins? Yeah. No, I'm ready to, oh. I'm ready to start. Yeah. Start dunking on this movie. <laughs> okay. No, I would never do such a thing. I will defend it. Honorably, it's got. So. It's got some weird stuff in it. I, I going back and watching this. I haven't seen this movie in ages. And Whoa, really? Watching I it with, legit watch it every year. Kids, okay. watching oh, with wow. kids is a weird experience. Yeah, so I'm like, gonna talk about that. that. Watch it with my kids. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll take a little break here, and after that, we will be talking about some gremlins. After this. Like I said, released in 1984, 10 years before I was born. Um, <laughs> wow. In June and, of 84, which is weird because it's a Christmas right. movie in the middle yeah, of the summer. Like leading yeah. up, leading up before the holidays. Which is yeah, like when people say uh, something like about Die Hard. Like Die Hard wasn't even filmed in, you know, Christmas. It was made in the summer. Like so was Gremlins. What's your point? doesn't matter. Christmas yeah, movie is a Christmas matter. movie, man. This, the snow in this like movie looked movie. fake as hell. Yeah, it was extreme. Like on Billy's car, I'm like, dude, aren't you guys freezing? Because like, what kind of snow is that? It looks like didn't even attempt to brush it off either. Right? How do you how how you driving? How you driving like that? That That's very true. Um, so we've all seen this movie. Uh, although you you guys think oh keep thinking that I haven't seen it. Right. Uh, It was the Goonies that I haven't seen. I have seen Gremlins, but not in a long time okay. so this this rewatch I, I mean i honestly couldn't tell you the last time i saw it it was probably like when i was a kid okay um, wow really so it's been a long yeah it's been a long time okay um so yeah i mean what did y'all what did y'all think on this rewatch i know you guys watched it with your kids i did not watch it with my oh, your kid would be for obvious reasons yeah. he would be traumatized yeah. absolutely be, yeah. not me though <laughs> i'm like i got my five-year-old and my nine-year-old watching it and i'm like we're watching gremlins because you're gonna experience what i experienced you just did they like it the sheer yeah. horror yeah they find they think it's scary but they also it's like the gremlins like the scary moments are scary to them and the funny moments are funny, you know, they, so they get right. And I, I love watching movies with my kids 
because they do get into it and they react the way I think the director wanted them to react. So, yeah, you know, maybe the five-year-old was too young to see this, but he was not, like, nothing happened. Uh, even at the very end when with Stripe's death, which is, I forgot. That was like, like, horrific. Whoa, that was pretty, very, yes. Yeah. Nightmare fuel. He was like, well, this is weird. And I'm like, yeah, it's very weird, right? So <laughs> This is weird. Yeah. And my <laughs> That's a good reaction. Like, this is so gross. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's like gross. Stripe just opened the Ark of the Covenant and his whole face right. is right. melting off. Like looking just right into, into the camera. <laughs> and then when you think it's over, he just fucking hops out of the fountain to give you that one last, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. one last shot Bye. of him. My wife jumped and like yelled like four or five times during this movie. Like, ah! Like the jump scares got her like right. over and over again, which I thought was hilarious because the kids were kids were fine. But you know uh, what? I actually laughed out loud a couple times like while I watched this movie. Like it, what, it what, is what scene? It is a legit funny movie. Like the whole just anytime the gremlins are fucking going nuts. Yeah. Um, when like the bar scene, when they're all just <laughs> drinking and fucking, you know, smoking and shooting each other. And the one that really got me though, was, uh, with the caroling scene and this is uh, Deagle's death. Like, My kids, those were so yes, they straight up good. laughed. He's like, Oh, that's that mean lady. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, she hates she's got her come up and is that the, that's the dog lady, right? That Yes. Yeah. She's like, she's a cat, she a cat bank. Yeah. <laughs> that she hates went- dogs. That's why she hates dogs. She went dogs. outside with a pitcher of water to throw water <laughs> on the carolers. Like, what, what an the evil fuck? person. So she's, I, like, she's literally like the witch of the Old West, essentially, in this flick, which is hilarious. I, 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 we just watched Wizard of Oz a week ago with the kids. Excellent movie. It's like one of the greatest movies ever made. Anyways. And it was so fresh in our mind when we were watching this. The way she's introduced when she's like bustling down the road and cuts people off. Like, <laughs> she... Is the Wicked Witch of the West, you know, and even She's the way that, she dies, and your little dog too, vibe yes, in the beginning of the bank. She to- totally right, absolutely. I didn't even make that connection, but now that you say that, and like, she yeah, gets, the way she died, yeah, her only her feet are showing, and it's just like just like the up. Wicked Witch of the uh, East. Uh, I didn't get the so. Part. I don't know if yeah. that was on purpose or what. I'm sure it is. Like Steven Spielberg has always been a fan of the it's old cinema, be. and like in this movie, how many times did we see? Like somebody watching a classic black and white movie on their TV. So this movie, I think, is Notice a lot that, of for sure. Like, yeah, nod, nod, wink, wink, going on to like some of the classics in this movie. But, it's also interesting. Uh, another classic that showed up was um, like the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and Bambi, right. which are Disney movies. Which I don't know if you guys know the story behind the original Gremlins, like short story that this is loosely based on i don't know but enlighten me it was uh so there was a gremlins book originally written by roald dahl um who wrote such children's classics as uh matilda and charlie and the chocolate factory um so yeah pretty famous uh old children's author but he he wrote the gremlins original story and it was published by disney so like if you look at this book it's all illustrated by Disney artists. So it looks like the old Disney animated uh, movies from like the 1940s. It's in that style. And that's cool. He wrote it with the intention of it becoming like a full feature length film, like produced by Disney and made by Disney. But that never happened. So it, it you know, it was forever trapped in this book form and it was owned by Disney. But then 
it's weird in 2006 dark horse comics bought the rights to that and republished it so it's now it's available for like people to actually buy and read so uh, okay. it's yeah it's pretty interesting but you're saying that somebody else wrote some some guy wrote a book about gremlins it's it's a kid's version like this this movie is very very loosely based on okay that because book. i was watching the making of and i learned some cool facts so and just just for people for the sake of where we're going with this episode this is kind of, i mean who hasn't seen gremlins right um so this is we're not gonna waste your time really going over the plot and you, there's a lot of podcast episodes that, that can do that for you we're probably going to just react to the quality of the film the world building the production like we usually do so um mm -hmm. but yeah so i was looking at the making of this movie and uh, i learned some things um so chris columbus who dude i mean the guy just it, he made some of the best and he he does a really good job you know with you know, writing kids and all that stuff in stories but anyway we just watched the goonies he worked yeah. on the goonies too right and he's home alone and you got spielberg there and it's just like the magic i mean all this and Corey feldman is returning right. again and this, this was we had the summer of arnold but we had the year of Corey feldman man he was in <laughs> stand by me he was oh, in yeah. goonies yep. he was in gremlins and the motherfucker was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, can I get a hell yeah? Because he was the voice of Donatello. The guy was in four movies this year. That's amazing. So I'm that's, I'm that's quietly funny. a big fan of Corey Feldman. I just the guy I think the guy just crushed it. And then we will get Eric to watch and enjoy uh the burbs so we can get down in here and we'll probably Soon. do Lost Boys and all that stuff. <laughs> but anywho. So Chris Chris Columbus uh likes the idea of gremlins. Maybe he read that book or something like that. He was very inspired to write this story and i i learned this really cool thing about the magic of, of steven spielberg steven spielberg saw the the script and he goes this is great i want to produce because he's got his new production amberlin films whatever right and he takes the script from chris columbus and he goes the only thing i want to do really is i think it needs uh one of the mogwais to not turn and that was his addition to the the story as the key then that was what gizmo was and i think i love that because it really does make this movie you always wonder like what is what is it about these classics that why do we love it why do they still st you know stand the test of time and i think that the, the creative decision to create gizmo was one of the magic ingredients in this in this movie if it was just the gremlins terrorizing it would have had yeah. that charm that cute little song that little purring thing that it does and clearly in inspired the creation of grogu from star wars's the mandalorian like i couldn't stop thinking about oh, grogu you My can't kids yeah we're That's saying true. the same thing. oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure i mean he carries them around in a backpack and whatever but you also can't um deny the fact that they you know they uh merchandise the hell out of gizmo he's so adorable he came out and 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 one other thing that i looked at uh, I was there's a TV show that came out this year. I think it's supposed to be pretty good. It's on Max, and it's the Secret of the Mogwai. Oh. And I went oh. on YouTube. I don't have Max right now, but you guys do. I think you should check it out with your kids, mm -hmm. maybe. But it's all CG, kind of cartoony looking. I I I was like looking up on YouTube like the lore of Gremlins or whatever. Like, is there anything really to this world outside of the movie? Right. And I came across the YouTube video where they explain in that series the Mogwai. So 
a long time ago, there was like a brother and a sister God or whatever. And they, one didn't really like the humans and the other one did. It's like, no, the humans aren't up. You know, like you can't trust them. They're, they're mission. They're, they're evil species or whatever. And the sister's like, no, there's gotta be good in them. I, I, I think that, you know, and sh so she wanted to test them. She created the Mogwai gizmo who was in the movie this one cute little thing is and gave them to the humans and say based on if with these rules knowing these rules if you can not destroy the planet you know then you are worthy of living right. and existing of course they fuck it up but she still you know defends it but she, the mogwai base and they, they you can watch this video and it's pretty cool but i think they did a good job explaining the lore that's in the movie the only thing they changed was the wording of don't feed them after midnight. She said, don't feed them when the moon is at its highest or something like that, which just means night. That makes more That's sense. That's a better rule. Because I've always wondered, when does it reset? When can you feed them after midnight? Because like, is it 6 midnight to 6 a.m.? Is know. You know. When the sun comes up? Yeah. Right. I and like they in know. Arizona or New Mexico, one of them doesn't even do time. Exactly. You know, so it's, it's yeah, it's a, the moon's such a better explanation because right. like the moon has, you know, roots in like mythology already and, right. you know, folklore. So, um, yeah, that's I like that better. So you're saying that Gizmo was is the only, the only Mogwai? One. He's the only Mogwai. He's the Mogwai. Interesting. And so he's like ancient, like thousands ancient. of years old. Yeah. And he he's not worthy. Humans are not worthy of him. So it seems like the, oh, the old Chinese guy that has him in the beginning of the movie he probably is like some lineage that hands it down to him. In oh yeah, because he Just knows. Keep that little, keep the little fucker in a basement somewhere in Chinatown. Yeah, he lives Just in a box. <laughs> not let him out. Yep, yep. So I don't know, but I thought that That's was cool. pretty neat. That like, what do they actually do with the real lore now? Like, they're really going for it and they're making a TV series. Like, are they gonna ruin it? You know? But no. It, it looked pretty promising. I, I liked what they did. They didn't really change anything. They just kind of fleshed it out a little bit because that's a ridiculous concept. But, I It is yeah. funny. And I was kind of when I was watching it, I'm wondering, like, who is this movie for? Like, it's ah, come too on, gory. That's like, it's thing. gory to be a children's movie. Like, you can't just like, you know, I wouldn't, Some you know, Eric, you would show it to your kids. I wouldn't show like, it to my kid now, but he's, no, he's very sensitive. It's well. I mean, and I mean, they have a, there's a scene that's completely unnecessary in it that I completely forgot about where oh yeah the one girlfriend talks about her dad dying in the chimney. And that's, that's how I found out there's no Santa Claus. And I'm like, what the it fuck a, are you doing? Like, is this, <laughs> if this is a movie for kids, you don't put that scene in there. If it's in a movie for adults, like, you know, you got the little cute thing. So it's trying to cater to the kids with the cute little furry mogwai. I kind of like, that like scene it's now. trying to cater to adults with a the. Why? Apparently that's What's a very not... contra it was a very controversial uh point between uh Steven Spielberg and the director whether to keep that specific scene oh, okay. in. Who who wanted um, it doesn't do anything. The I director no for it. The director wanted to keep it in. Spielberg didn't like the scene, but apparently Joe Dante the director wanted to keep it because it represented the movie as a whole like the right. combination between the horrific and the comedic, so that's well, why he really fought to keep it in there. And think about was, gremlins are these things that like we've heard of. There's a folklore to them. It's an ancient like yep. thing from like China, right? But like they talked about this in like the wars, right? World War One or two or whatever, right? He even talks about the, the they popularized the it in World War where the World gremlins War were attacking II. the airplanes, right? So mm -hmm. and like yeah, you like 
it's not real. It's real. It's not real. Like you don't know. And I think that's like Santa falls in that same thing. Like who's to say that Santa's not real, you know, in this movie, who's really, I mean, it, there are non-believers, but people are not believing in gremlins and they happen to be real. Who's to say that Santa's not real in this world either, you know? So I think it's a fun scene. The only thing that's hard is that when you watch <laughs> it with kids, definitely not fun for her to say that line. <laughs> I, I like the dark, like that's the, it's one of the, ingredients in this movie like that out of nowhere there's like this really dark scene and she talks about seeing yeah. her father die you know so but finding like, her father's dead body like a corpse a after week. weeks yeah and what right. kind of okay tell me this like what kind of dumbass parent thinks that they can slide down a <laughs> chimney with presents like what a fucking idiot he could have been drunk like he was trying what? to do something nice for his for his your kid. dad's a fucking dumbass and he deserved to die in a chimney like you can't go down a chimney with presents <laughs> and just think but, that hey i'm gonna be santa claus like you fucking idiot dave like, you have slipped done. yeah he was broke his neck it was an accident but, <laughs> he's not getting down the chimney let's be honest Right, like he should have known that. Like you know what's up. Like not anybody real. knows. Yeah. Well, he 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 must have thought he could fit, um, but then he just slipped and and broke Snip, his neck because yeah. he wasn't stuck in there. That's not how he died. <laughs> he broke his neck. How do you yeah. break your neck going down a chimney? Like even then, I don't know. like I don't know. like get it like stuck on the you know on the wall. You slide yeah, down straight and you whap your head on the back of the chimney. I don't know. Yeah, could, first yeah. off, it was... go feet first, bro. What are you doing? You know, yeah. so maybe he just <laughs> fell head into first it, down maybe. the chimney. <laughs> he just stood on the edge and then he just jumped straight up and tried to like pencil dive his way down the chimney. Yeah, <laughs> right. in the Santa Claus. Yeah, think that that would work, but no. Like I, that it was a weird scene, and that was I don't know. Other than that, like watching it with kids is perfectly fine. Like my kids thought the gremlins getting murdered and stuff was kind of kind hilarious because it's like right. hokey. It's like hokey comic booky kind of deaths. Yeah, and, and they explode into green goo. Like it's not like violent. Well, dude. Yeah. So I remember. I, I mean, it's been. I mean, I watch this movie every year, but I, I forgot some scenes. In this scene, I forgot. So I'm watching this scene with the movie where uh, watching this with the kids where the mother is alone in the house and the movie starts turning right to a horror movie. Like the camera angle. Oh yeah, you know, is there now? Like the camera is just like always on an angle. Something feels off, which I love. Like that was a really nice touch. Like for there throughout, whenever you're dealing with the gremlins, the camera angle is like low, and you know. But anyways, the mother goes to look for the gremlins, and when she does, she kills three, one after the other, in like a matter of two minutes. And she is so throws them right in the microwave. And I remember the one being blended, and I remember one being nuked in the microwave. I don't remember the one though. She just grabs a knife and just straight up stabs it like a horror. <laughs> so my kids, my my oldest kid just goes, whoa, and I'm like, yeah, that guy. She was in beast mode in that scene. Right. So it's just the movie goes from cute Dude, and kind of mysterious also, to adventurous to whoa. Horror. The gremlins are, why, are. I don't know if it's good for kids. Like that's the, the gremlins thing. are straight up killing people. They're not just hurting them. They're not just you know yeah. messing around with them. They are legitimately killing them. Killing the teacher. Know? Oh, dude, when uh -huh. the teacher hit his scene too, like that was just. Yeah, the, I know. The music cut He's out. He's just dead on the floor. The camera fucking... goes low again, and as a gremlin's perspective, yeah. it's really nice. Like if when you watch the movie, like pay attention to the directing. Like I think that they did some really smart things. That you might not have caught because you've just seen this movie since the 80s. But 
And I was like, oh, well, it presents. I mean, it's it, creepy. it presents itself as a cute kids movie when at in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's silly. You you get introduced to Gizmo, and he's obviously super cute. Um, but yeah, like you said, once once the gremlins sort of all band together, shit starts to go down, and people start the body count starts rising. You know, so, yeah. But yeah. it they they do mix in like they it's it is like a kind of a roller coaster because they go and even I don't know it's not like I wouldn't say it's it's scary um, just because the gremlins look so fucking silly like they're not they're not scary to look at um, you well, they know do. I mean, you can't help faces, but laugh at them their faces look like little demons they got like these little tiny sharp teeth and if you're yeah, zoomed in on, when you see their bodies and their little puppets. puppetry walking around like it, it yeah it is pretty silly well. Like yes. That's the whole it is... draw of the movie is that <clears throat> the the rapscallion antics of the gremlins, which is like murder. Like, uh, let's be <laughs> right. honest, it's just murder. They just want to party. They want to have a good time. I mean, for being just born out of a pod, like gremlins have a I love that they just immediately like latch on to like societal norms and electrical engineering and they know how to like right rewire a stoplight and they just like start touching wires together and lights start turning and like they know I, to dress up and oh, they know about yes. christmas carols and they know all this stuff mm-hmm. and they were just like then that was i don't know it's like a weird but like but gizmo evil doesn't innocence know shit. to him like he doesn't know anything yeah. it seems like gizmo's just, just kind of like do, 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 do. well they they say like well the gremlin is the evolved quote unquote mogwai oh, okay. so like because the the mogwai is in like the pupil stage they say that multiple times in this movie and then when they get wet they're well no it's not even when they get wet they when they get wet they multiply but when they you feed them after, after midnight, midnight is when they do their metamorphosis into right. gremlins and how and mogwai don't have water i thought that was really weird like you can't what does a mogwai drink? Like it doesn't. It you never needs it, water. No matter how thirsty it is, you, you, or something like that, right? You just you, give it food. Because if you no, give you it water, can't to give drink. it water. Yeah, can't give it water. Can't feed it after midnight. Yeah, uh, but snow weird. is yeah. okay. Like you're allowed to walk all over snow. Oh yeah, it yeah. happens. But like when it's in liquid, only form. direct contact, right, with liquid water. Yeah, it's one but of the things where you just shoes. don't pay attention to those rules. I it's know. just kind of like just go with it. You just gotta accept it because I was. Like, the people in this movie are not aware they're in a fucking movie because, all right, Billy, you're, what, 22, you're fresh out of high school, right? And you're still friends with your teacher. You find, like, hey, this Mogwai, I'm going to go to my science teacher. What do you think of this thing? They Like, you can make other ones by just getting it wet. Let's experiment with it. Teacher calls him. Hey, Billy, the pod hatched. All right, great. Billy's on his way over. Billy doesn't know that the teacher was killed. He discovers a dead body. Goes to call the police. His hand is scratched by the gremlin, but he's never like concerned. Holy fucking shit! I just saw a dead body. Right, like, right. If I was twenty years old and I saw somebody that just called me like five, ten minutes ago, I'd be freaking and out. And somebody that you, somebody that you knew that you taught you in high school that you probably knew for four years, like he's fine. Right. And then like his uh, his friend yeah. Pete, right? Uh, Corey Feldman's character, which I think is cool that he still hangs out with like a kid clearly six years younger than him. But, right, much younger. Yeah. But he he's over there checking out uh, Gizmo, and he gets sweat, and they see it, and he's like, he gets bored of it within two minutes. And he <laughs> starts know. like reading a magazine. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's really it's really cool. It's like, no, you know, he's acting that like, holy shit, this species is not in anything we've ever seen before. What is a mogwai? Right. You just got it mm-hmm. wet. Now there's it might as well mogwais. be a fucking alien. Yeah, that came out of outer space. Which 
the egg scene also really reminded me of Alien too. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, yeah. they took a lot of inspiration from there with like the egg sacks and the hatching. And they look great, um, I thought which made production. it creepier too. Yeah, that goo and all that stuff is. Like how they're lit from the inside when they open. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's some of the like even fighting the gremlins reminded me of like professional wrestling when like the mom is fighting right. them and like they've like he's got all these weird finishing moves with the blender and stuff like that and then Just throwing when, them around. Yeah, when Billy's fighting them at the end, like it it's literally like a backstage professional wrestling <laughs> contest. It's pretty there hilarious. is a <clears throat> there's a video game series I've never played it, but it's called. Uh, slaughterhouse i think and yeah the whole draw to that game is to just have violent deaths right like you just when you kill people you can use like the environment to kill them right yep i don't want to see i mean maybe maybe a sequel but i would love to play a gremlins video game let's say one of them got out right you know the one that was like the teacher was working on the one that got out and he's the one that really actually kind of multiplied the town because it wasn't spike or stripe stripe Stripe, those guys kind of got killed by the mom right but that one got cloned and that's the one that escaped on on billy and then go and populated the town uh full of gremlins but like that one we never really got to know what if that one got like kept going out to places and so i think it'd be really cool to play a video game where you're in the same era say it's in the 80s you're in the town next door and this one just jumped in the pool and now they're all over the place and then you pick a character, and then you just have to like fight them off, and you can blend them, nuke them, stab them, throw them, you know, run them. It's like just, Dead Rising, but with Gremlins. Dead Rising, yeah, exactly, <laughs> but with Gremlins, and just make this like crazy game where like yes. you know, but do it like high fidelity, like do it, you know, where it's kind of realistic, so you get that horror element, but it's like silly at the same time with like the way you're killing. Oh yeah, them, you know, and I would love to play that game, Gremlins. Dead Rising. I thought you were gonna say you play as the Gremlin, like the fucking like the Battlefront Two mode, where you're like the Ewoks, the Ewok mode in Battlefront Two, where you're going around and killing people. Oh, dude. I mean, whatever. They could they could make a fucking asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game where you're a Gremlin and (laughs) you got your friends are survivors. Dude, that would be funny. Weight based survival. Turn it into a crafting game. Yeah. So how can I... we add a battle pass to it? Is my question. <laughs> you know. Unlock gremlin skins for sure. Flasher Boom. gremlin. There you which, go. Flasher gremlin was in this movie. We were debating Flash. whether that was in one or two, and I forgot he about that guy. showed up in this movie. He was in the bar. <laughs> Some of the flashing sh- a teenage girl. <laughs> they got so fucking crazy so quick with the amount of gremlins and like the different variations of them so quick. I thought that a lot of that they saved for two, and this one was more, but. This one had like biker gremlins and caroler gremlins and all sorts of they're all over the place. But that's do, like the fun. Of my it. question is, do gremlins have genders or do they just choose to be whichever? Because most of them seem like there was only one in this movie that, that had like lipstick on and, you know, was dressed as a female. So like, do they just you know? I'm I'm more interested in the, in the anatomy of gremlins now. Like, well, we know how they reproduce. We so know they don't know. really have just, to be male or yeah. female. Are they just right? They don't be fucking. They just choose right. They just choose to be because I know in in the Gremlins two, there's many more uh, female presenting gremlins in that movie. The, well, they don't they don't bang, so we know that there's no need for different kind of unless they get uh, the water out, you know, yeah. gremlin wangs or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like they're not humping in the they're not humping in the back room or anything like that. Like so, 
We don't have to worry <laughs> you about You never that. know. They're just, they're just out Rebels. there to cause chaos, really. It's like I said before, it's like a bunch of fucking four-year-olds on methamphetamines just running wild, just causing oh, yeah. chaos everywhere. I thought the production of the of this movie was really good, though. Like, I think, you know, practical effects. They're using. Puppets. Do you think the yeah? Do you think the gremlins hold up? I think it gives. Look, they look silly when they're especially full body walking down their, the street. Like, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those shots. I mean, come on. But like, dude, they other... use like stop motion. They're using stop motion right. when they're a lot for the movement, um, yep. especially when they're walking. But. I think it makes it more charming and more silly just because it doesn't look very realistic. Look I mean, real, the practical right. effects on the actual puppet are well made. Like they they look good, but like the animation of them is, you know, it's it is what it is. It's a puppet. Right. Um and it's but it, I think it makes it I think it makes them It's more like a charming, B movie. especially Gizmo. Right. Yes. Oh, Gizmo is And excellent. it's 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 really hard to make a puppet, the star of a movie, and mm. uh, you know, I think they, I think they pulled it off well. I mean, the supporting characters, whatever. Billy, he was fine. I don't have a well, problem Billy's with his character, the but I'm not character. like, yeah, but I'm he, not like, oh yeah, go Billy. You know, sure. like he's, he's not that great of a character. He's just well, a typical doofy. I don't know, just a nice like kid, said, he twenty year old dude. Yeah, just a nice. Loves kid. his mom and dad and his small town America, and he's got the cute girl down the road, and you know, like. It, he lives in the attic, though. Does anybody see that? Think that that was weird? Where like I think that's a cool little yeah. bachelor pad he's got. Yeah, up there. I mean, yeah. yeah, but who lives in the attic of their uh, own Kevin house? Kevin McAllister. Like, I guess no. They did a, he didn't. They didn't. He didn't live up there. That was his there punishment. Was steps. Oh, this one. Yeah, he's, he got he's sent living up there in like, There's pull down steps up to his room, which means right. every time it was he a goes, legit attic. It was probably freezing up there. Another yeah, 80s trope. Kind of crazy. There's always like some kind of inventor, right? We we just saw with Goonies, right? Like, you know, we saw and like a movie just can't like in the 80s. You always had somebody inventing something where a bowling ball rolls and hits this and it slides down. And but I like that this movie was like, okay, how about the dad's an inventor, but like he's not a good inventor, and he's <laughs> it's just like a great it's gag throughout the whole bad. movie. I love it's it. It's a good gag. There's also not really a, a reason for it other than for like the comedy and for it to be funny. Cause like, yeah. I was kind of, I was hoping, I mean, I, again, this well, has his, been a long one of his time inventions would the save movie. the day. Yes, exactly. That's nope. what I was kind of nope. hoping for. Like it's just a running joke. Dad would be room. like, I finally invented something good that will stop the gremlins, you know, oh. just to, for him to have his moment. But. Never no, came. I like at the end, like he, the, he's just the very, a goof. He's like, here, look, uh, let me give you like this ashtray thing to this old man. He's just like, oh, he's like the only one. Like, yeah, the other one, the other one was trying to, <laughs> the guy at the gas station tried to give it to me. <laughs> so that was, so that, was, that was good. Yeah, he is such a. I don't know how they're paying their mortgage. Like he hasn't, he hasn't sold shit. Right. He's, he's going not, to conventions. He's yeah. He's so not very he's good not, at what he does. Anything. The money thing seemed to have been written in the script at one point. It seems like people are hurting for money because there's that mom with the kids, and we we learned about that old woman through these interactions. That well, Miss Deagle, older. yeah, Mrs. Deagle, Deagle is hounding just, everybody. Yeah, yeah, but like she does get her comeuppance, but the the money part is never resolved. Like I would like to have seen that mom and the kids like get something. They could have been killed for all I know, you know. But like, yeah, how does the mom, how does the dad? Like they don't say like oh you know if if dad doesn't like sell one of his inventions we're gonna have to like move or. Right, because like the mom's like the working at home, 
she's not she's not doing anything. She's just yeah, mom's staying home. Stay yeah, at home, she's mom. home mom. Which is you know not for nothing, but like your son is moved. Well, he's not moved out of the house. He's he's got a job. Well, he though, but he's the one supporting them. They don't they say that at one point in the movie like oh okay. that he's His supporting their whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. So all right, yeah. I guess that's how Good they're staying afloat. But yeah, yeah, but like his boss or his like the assistant manager or whatever that judge guy, like he's in the movie. Oh, Judge Reinhold. Yeah, yeah and he acts like he's like a big deal, but he's not. And he just we don't I like. They had him in the scene that they filmed where like he gets attacked or killed or something, right? But we don't see him no. ever again. There you know? was so, some deleted scenes with him like locked in the bank vault or whatever, like that. Sure, something like he deserved his comeuppance too because he was a douche. He was just giving. He was just a. He's just that dick that you work with that thinks he's you know all that. I'm gonna right. be a millionaire by next year. By, yeah, I'll be a, I'll be a millionaire by thirty or something like that. <laughs> hey, sure, dude. There's a lot of um, just like in general, like it's surprising that the movie turned out as well as it did with like I was just looking at some of the movie facts, like some of the choices that were made in the movie um, between uh, Spielberg and Joel Dante. Like, you know, originally Stripe and Gizmo were the same character, but then they decided to keep. Oh, really? They decided to keep that. Gizmo separate so the audience can identify with like, you know, a fondly remembered character and stuff like that. One of the studio notes, apparently, when seeing the first cut, was that there were too many gremlins. And Spielberg suggested cutting them all out and calling the movie People, which sounds like a fucking horrible idea. Whoa. Like, there's a lot of just, like, weird stuff. I feel like stuff. that was, had to be a joke. Like, the, the department store with the chainsaw wasn't in the script, and they just added that in. As oh, that was great. homage to, like, check. Well... In all honesty, a chainsaw would go through a baseball bat in about a quarter of a second, and right. Billy would have gotten his face bat. completely smashed in. Well, uh, sure. I feel like if I saw a gremlin, I would just run full sprint and just kick it, you know? My question was, where were the gremlins getting all of these gremlin-sized things? Right. Do you notice, oh, like, at true. the at the bar, they had gremlin-sized glasses that they were glasses, getting served in, and then... And, yeah. And then the, the uh, in the department store... In the department store, the gremlin had a like a tiny crossbow. I'm like, where'd you get that? <laughs> yeah, what store can I like... buy a fucking chainsaw, a Barbie remote control car, a stereo, TV, camcorders, and a fucking pistol? Bullets right, right. next to it. Just like, oh, gun. Like, <laughs> like the gremlin's gone for like two seconds, and like by the time he like walks into the room he's got like this whole elaborate like setup trap with all these toys on the ground and things going i love it though i was thinking about that like how is he i know that's what gremlins do they're really mischievous and they can but yeah he he was like billy's gonna come in and i if he goes by those tvs (laughs) oh if he goes by the tvs i'm gonna have this camera on and i'm gonna scare him on one tv and when he breaks that tv i'm gonna show up on all the tv it's like damn you're like 24 years or 24 hours old how are you figuring this shit out? You know, they—that's what I was saying. The electrical engineering part of it, like they're—I mean, they're, I mean, they're an advanced species. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in folklore, gremlins do possess like high intelligence and like you know mechanical engineering knowledge. Because I'll give you a little backstory on like gremlins folklore. Okay. Apparently, um, gremlins like in folklore were uh responsible for like helping humans with like 
basically the industrial revolution and creating all these machines. But then humans took all the credit for it. So gremlins were pissed. And that's why they started sabotaging all of the machines that, you know, the, that they helped create right. because the humans took credit for creating them when really it was all the gremlins. It's like that, a DNA memory where they're just born with those memories and they know exactly. how to do shit. Now, see, now that it makes sense to me. Now I can. So there, can there's some basis in like the folklore of gremlins. But what I think is funny is, or I guess interesting is that, yeah, they have this high intelligence and they're evil to their core, but they also have like this cute side. They want to have fun. They want to drink. Oh, yeah. They, they want just to want to like, party. party. And they want to watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Like, they, you think they wouldn't want to watch a horror movie, but they want to watch like a cute movie, you know? So I don't know. I thought that or was. Or was that just. I was going to say, is that the only movie available at the time? But oh, that movie was like from the 30s and this is the 80s. So why would they just have Snow White readily available in that movie theater? I don't know. Right. Yeah, they can be cute sometimes. Uh, I forgot that. When they are Mogwais before they turned into the gremlins, I I forget. <coughs> like I don't know. I just I thought that was a nice attention to detail that there were five that popped off of him, Stripe and the four, and mm-hmm. I I made sure during the kill count that like you know You're tracking them. It yeah, and it tracked. It does because Billy only clones the one and then gives it to the teacher. And then yeah. he takes them back, and then the mob kills them all except Stripe. And then the one the yep. teacher got away. So I thought, like, yeah, that's pretty good. Like I don't know, in a movie that's dumb like this, the the detail like it, it it tracks. So, but then the the gremlin falls in the pool, and then there's like a thousand of them. So right, how does that work? When they're a gremlin, instead of a a mogwai, when they're a gremlin, when they get wet. I mean, obviously they pop out of him because we saw I think him try it, to do that. But it's more just more like, gremlins. Yeah. He was just like overlooked. Like, how does he not die? <laughs> oh, my God. Right. But I when guess does it, it stop? they're all in the water with him. So they all just probably just kept popping out themselves. It's like popcorn. So, yeah. You just had like, yeah, an explosion. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, it, well, it's clearly based on the amount of, of water, you know, because they put one drop, on, one tiny drop on them when they're cloning them and it gives you one. Gizmo got a cup of water spilled on him, and it was four. So, a pool gives you a, a thousand. <laughs> there you go. Going back to the production, I appreciate because they had to storyboard some of these moments where, like, okay, Stripe's gonna jump in a pool. All right, well, do we show that? Yeah, let's show it. All right, what does he look like? He's doing a cannonball, and they they had to like get this <laughs> puppet to do a cannonball. Mm-hmm. He had to put it yeah. in the water. There's other moments where, like, uh, Gizmo at the very end is uh, getting his temperature checked. So his mouth is, like, shaped to take the, the thermometer. They had to design that. Like, you know, like, it's all, it's, yeah, it, it's all, all, this, all these well little things that they're doing for these characters, these little creatures, I appreciate because it does set us, yeah, it looks like a fucking puppet. It does not yeah. look real. But I appreciate that they make the, these little parts of their bodies to accommodate the scene that they're trying to sell and i think that's what makes this movie look good today like not like wow real but just that it holds up because they they didn't have like yeah the same mouth used throughout the whole movie it's, like they, the they tried it's believable like, it's believable that they are creatures in this world you know yeah. like you like in the film you look at it and you're like okay film. i don't know it's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> this this art house film uh, the indeed 
Um, <laughs> Have you seen no, Gremlins? But it, Director's cut. Yes. It, <laughs> it doesn't take you out of the movie. Like I don't. Like I said before, I don't think they are poorly animated. It's just it's a puppet. You know, it's a puppet, but it it fits in this world. And I, you know, I think they did. I think they did a good job. And it's. I mean, they obviously worked hard on them because they are the star of this movie. They're the main attraction the, of this movie. The so. facial animations are impressive on those. Like Very I even yes, the one absolutely. The one there was one scene where a gremlin was riding a skateboard and I saw that and he was like hunched over and just using his arms to push himself or something like yep. that. And I'm like, they literally built that model just for this one scene and they never used yeah. it again. Like that puppet. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Stripe is riding a tricycle somewhere. at the end of that at that department store or whatever. Yeah. You know, and they're like, damn, that looked fucking real because he's all in that shot and there's nothing really around him. Like they probably yep. had it like wired up and it just automatically did it, but in the shot, it looked the pra- pretty I mean, real. yeah, the practical effects are, are good. And, you know, even when, like, obviously in, like, like the bar, they just attached a fucking puppet to a spinning fan. But, like, with, you know, with everything else going around and the sound and everything put together, all the pieces put together, it, it's believable, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. And we can't forget at the end how Gizmo saved the day, you know. Yeah. I like how they Open just took the window, a... Boom. They just took a stuff version yeah, of him, you, and they said, "And let go!" And whoosh, it's like a quick that shot, one was but it, pretty like, it obvious. So fake, I love it. it was, yes, that one didn't hold up, but whatever. But again, like it, 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 adds, it adds to, to the comedy. Movie, it adds to the fun movie charm. Yeah. Like there's, B, they wanted a B movie feel to this because it's Spielberg. There's no reason yeah. Christopher Columbus. You got Corey, you got you got big names. Well, not big names, but you got like a team here that can make a big movie, and they kind of went kind of like a b-movie a little bit it felt like a b-movie which is fine i mean i think that's why they show they had b-movie actors all those old men in the movie are actually old timers from like b-movies so i thought yeah something they, i the just cops, the cops did you that know that uh character. did you know that howie mandel was the voice of yeah, gizmo of course he's the same as i didn't know that vaguely i just found world. that out today yeah. let's hear your uh gizmo again uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave, let's hear yours. You gotta get a little Bro, higher pitch. No, I don't do it. It's more like a. <laughs> hold on, let's do the the humming. I think I can. Hold on, I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, bright light. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I saw I saw that this one, which is weird, and I kind of want to go back and see it. But Back to the Future and this both use the same lot for this, so I don't know if they Dude, reused totally some sections looked, of the town. It totally looks. It did like remind it, me of that. It's like the, it's. Well, they said they wanted to have like a Rockwell kind of American touch to this movie, right? They wanted to mm-hmm. feel like small town America, and holy shit, they did. Like it from that whole opening shot of the town, looks like. Yeah, that's like small town America. That's back to the Future, baby. Where does it take place in this movie? Is it, it seems like it's like an Indiana or a like, some, yeah, like yeah, some Midwest middle America, kinda. probably. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of interesting. They said that the the theater that burned down, they ended up using in Back to the Future Two, where Marty drives into the front of the movie theater. Like yeah. they ended up reusing that in Back to the Future Two when he crashes his car through the front of the. Like oh, when he okay. goes to the future and everything's all shitty and, you know, broken down in the alternate reality of Back to the Future too. 
Oh, okay. Right. So it's just kind of cool, cool. They, those little things that they reuse and they kind of, you know, do over. Like in Dungeons and Dragons, the Dungeons and Dragons movie reused all the Game of Thrones sets. Like, did they really? Yeah, and that's how they got. They, huh. That's how they got by on a low that's budget. Sweet. Just reuse that shit. That's so. a good movie. That's cool that that, that they did that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I cut some corners. What did you guys think of the uh, music? Did you pay attention to the music at all? Nothing like, that's super stood out, but uh, it was, I, I've always liked know, the, the the Gremlins theme theme song. Yeah, but I yeah, like that theme. I like how they slowly add that theme song because you have the Gizmo song, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that fucking little oh, mm-hmm. thing he hums, and then they'll have that also sometimes, you know, whenever like Bill is concerned about Gizmo, he pops him out, and they'll play that cute. Right, little it's song. like a recurring theme. Yeah. yeah, but I like when the Gremlins start coming out. It's like. It just sounds mischievous, and it, sometimes it's violins, you know, ding, 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 ding. But then, like, when it's full on, it's that synth. Do, 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 da, 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 da. Oh, like, oh, man, that song is so catchy. It's not a song that you can do, like, hey, everybody, gather around. You want to hear her song? Like, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to play, like, the Gremlin song. But, it, like, it. I don't know. I'm always, like, a sucker for a scorer, and I just think that when they wrote that song, it was, like, a great Gremlin song. Like, that sounds... Like the, that's yeah. what the gremlins would definitely ev- yeah evoke the feelings song. of uh that the gremlins give you the uh, guy that movie. did it his name is jerry goldsmith that did oh, okay. the okay yeah i know that name what, what else is he song, he i mean he's been doing stuff from since back in the 60s like planet of the apes and okay. chinatown okay it's star trek movie poltergeist uh okay hoosiers he's got all he's got stuff from okay so he's a vet as well He's a veteran. Yeah, he's been, okay. he's been around for a while doing a lot of stuff. Okay. Alien movie. Like, I mean, I oh, know. Wow. There's, there's so much stuff on this list that it's kind of hard to Well, dude, see. Well, what is Total it recall? about the early 80s, man? Like, actually, just the 80s in general, just the creativity that came out. Like, we don't see mm-hmm. risks like this anymore. And if we do, it's like A24, it's small, you know, like... Where is the creativity? I am so – I don't know. Watching these 80s movies, they just are so obvious that they were looking to create new stories, new characters, new experiences. And today, it's like we have run out of ideas or we don't bother or like the producers just don't want to risk it. So they just do the same old same old. How many times can people watch fucking superhero movies, man? It's just – I hope Iron – well, Iron Man. But like – the Flash <laughs> dies in this movie. It's you know it's the first Flash movie. Like you, you know he's gonna live. You know the hero's going to live in this fucking movie. Where's the risk? You know. So everywhere we look, I just I just feel like everything's safe in Hollywood. And, it, and look at the '80s, and it's like even something stupid as the Gremlins holds up. People are still watching it. It's still considered That's why a classic. Everybody's a trying dumb... to remake things that are from the '80s. You know, they're trying to recapture that that '80s magic, but. And it kind of goes with in cycles. Remakes too. is not the ways to do it, though. It goes in cycles because, like, we're all you know, in our thirties and forties. Like, Eric's not even right? thirties yet. I was gonna say you're, almost. You're getting close next year. <laughs> uh, but no, people with like you know, the movie theaters are gonna cater to people that have you know disposable income and are you know what is more disposable. What's gonna get the money out of your wallet better than nostalgia? Nostalgia, baby, it out, it's a powerful but... drug. 
but even like like you're saying in the 80s like they took there's a lot of like risks and new new ideas new movies that came out in the 80s that like you know we're starting to recycle now like when you know in 20 years when you know our kids start to have that kind of money like are they gonna start recycling like baby shark the fucking movie you know they're gonna start you know <laughs> doing all sorts of this bluey well i mean it's only so long until there's a bluey movie but that's a whole different story yeah but like if we're looking at like what is new that this generation has and it's fucking bluey we got problems because uh, what i'm saying is the 80s literally mm. has everything from like aliens jaws friday the 13th goonies uh you know, I'll just I'll, we all know those movies. Like, what is it about the '80s that it was just crushing it? You got the rom coms were those, good back then. You know, sixteen candles and shit. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, I'm, I was thinking like the Jaws. And, like, I didn't were know that this was again. this was inspired by another by that short story that Eric was even talking about, and like, you know, Stand by Me is from a Stephen King book, and Jaws is from a book, and you know, there's there's right everything's everything's based off something something else which but uh true yeah i i agree with you like big especially the bigger companies disney always looking at you are not willing to take risks on things that won't make money they do things that they know they make things that they know will make money which are superhero movies which are you know franchises that people are familiar with or remakes of their beloved classics and live action like it's a it's just right. all it's all for money it's not for creativity you like know, what movie is, what was the most magical movie days. that came out that captured like america's heart and we're like we just can't get enough of these fucking gremlins i need it you know it's, what was the last thing grogu like what was the yeah. last thing that swept through america where like we i need i need it i want it make a sequel give me give but me more, grogu give me. is still is still star wars which People are fucking tired yeah. of Star Wars these days because there's there's just there's a, you know, just a lot of content. There's too much yeah, of it. For the general public, yeah, fans eat it up, but like the general public, like, we're, we're we're good. But then again, they're they're still watching superhero. It's it's just yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just so apparent to me now that Hollywood has run out of ideas, and it's just sad because I want my kids to get their. Own, I want to see the next version of whatever, you know, like uh, it's not that the, Hollywood has run out of ideas. It's that these mega corporations own everything so there's no room for creativity anymore for for the smaller guys that's true so how would you guys feel because they they love to recycle things now how would you guys feel about a gremlins reboot like what what would that i mean at this point you're not making you're not making a gremlins three you're making a gremlins one and like I don't need a reboot. retelling the story essentially like if they're gonna do anything that's my, that would be my guess as to what they would do I'll, give me a video well, game but i don't want to reboot no i yeah i i don't know it would probably end up being like a fucking legacy sequel like billy's at a you know fucking <laughs> billy's old man shows up now right exactly exactly he's like going fucking... through the force i'm not ready i'm not ready you know yeah, well, I mean, it could be. I'm surprised, like, because this, you know, series has been dormant for a while. You said there's that animated thing that's coming out now, which I'm kind of surprised yeah, that out. that's yeah. like a, that that's a thing. But like, this is one of those ones that was so popular back in the 80s that it's like kind of hard to imagine how they haven't done it yet, which makes me think that it's probably already being, been talked about or being talked about. I looked like at the making of gremlins 3 and it just looks like they just could not 
get it together and agree, agree on the script, you know, so. I just, I don't know how much more you can do with this franchise unless like, you know, the show that Brandon mentioned, like you dig more into the lore of the gremlins and the, you know, the history behind it. Like you can only make the same movie so many times where gremlins are fucking shit up, you know. Make a dark a... Christopher Nolan version of the gremlins. Oh, God. Well, you yeah. could do something where one accidentally gets like put into like Amazon or whatever, and it goes and mails out to like, or FedEx or something like that, just <laughs> mails out across the whole nation and kids across the world are getting them. Maybe, you know, and like some of them are dying know. in the sunlight, some of them are getting wet and they don't know the rules. And all of a sudden you get like, and you just takes it only takes a couple of gremlins to know. Because they get smart pretty quick, and then they will figure out. Because that's how they trick Billy. Like, okay. Billy thought he was feeding them. Like, oh, you know, it's only eleven twenty. I can still feed you. Let me get, let me take. Well, today's standard, but like, let me take thirty dollars of chicken drums and just give them to the like, the, the, you know, like, dude, that was like <laughs> dinner. Just a probably plate of them. them. I'm like, shit. Yeah, dude. like I look like uh, that's leftovers, <laughs> or is that dinner for tomorrow night? I know, but he gave it to them, and then they ate it. But like, he didn't realize that. They they ate the corridor. They ripped the cord so that his clock was past Fucking midnight. Stripe. And then you uh-huh. saw to the teacher later on. It was like two o'clock in the morning. Actually, like Billy, how do you not know it's two o'clock in the morning? But like you'll see that the teacher was with that one. He's like, all right, buddy, we'll wrap up for the day. And I'm like, dude, two yeah, thirty right. in the morning. You're a teacher at a school. Like, what are you? That's doing? creepy. Being and then at he's at the school he was on the next day. Verge of a groundbreaking discovery. Right, and the teacher was there the next day, like at probably like six or seven o'clock in the morning. Like, sleeps in the like, teacher. He sleeps yeah. in the faculty lounge or something like that. Right. Maybe he's yeah, having yeah. trouble with the old misses. All right. Well, let's take it a step further. We'll say your Amazon thing gets mailed out. Turn it into instead of Planet of the Apes, we turn it into Planet of the Gremlins, and we just fast forward ten years into the future, where Gremlins have murdered everybody and have taken over the planet, and then we just have small pockets of humans that are surviving and trying to survive. Post-apocalyptic Gremlins. I mean, after the Gremlin two, society like, took, rules the planet now. Two was just like batshit crazy, made no sense, but it's there. Who's to say that the third one can't be like? And now for the third one, we're gonna go horror post apocalyptic. I feel like they would have to lean more into like more horror, less comedy. You know what I mean? It would have to be like a different genre. They right. can't just do the same same thing again. The first two were, the kids success. can watch the first two though, so it's just like you know, like what do you do there? Because there it. it but gr- it Gremlins, forgets, it's not but... like it. It's not like Gremlins is a popular IP these days. So you could do it. Right. You could do a reboot in a different, you know, in a different context. Which so. that's the. I think that's the thing that Gremlins struggles with is walking the fine line between a kids movie, a Christmas movie, a horror movie. Like that's the. Right. I think that's True. the reason yeah, it's why wearing a lot of different hats. A, why we don't have a sequel at this point, and like why it's not easily refreshable. Um. I saw a thing on, it's, what is this, mentalfloss.com that Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, and Gremlins were both to blame for PG-13 is because right. people yep. criticized Gremlins for not being kids appropriate. And, right. you know, they could easily, you know, you put a couple other people murders in it or maybe drop an F-bomb and Gremlins could have been R technically back in the day when there's only PG and R to choose from. Or something like that. You're like, what you fucking? You just swear at me, Stripe? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker! Right? Like you want to hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Gremlins funny. would work as a straight, just a straight horror movie. Make it like actually scary and like the, 
you know, with the uh, fidelity nowadays, you could make these gremlins fucking creepy as hell. So yeah. I would like, I think that would be cool. Um, Dude, I, they get like into I feel a like military that's the direction base, they would go in, and they're taking like, and then there's like an old timer like talking about like the World War Two. Dude, like, yeah, plays just like they don't have those like they used have to. those roots. And he's just standing in there folklore. like looking at, it, and the grumbling gets in it, turns the propellers on, and he turns around and, <laughs> you know, and that's like you could do some really cool shit with a horror. Dude, gremlins like, specific. They could gremlins take they movie. take a fucking airliner down. And fuck, you know, cause a plane to crash. Dude, like, all these people are the in an airplane like, Mommy, where we go? We go to Hawaii, kids. There's something on the wing. Yeah, the, I should just see that there's a purposely... The yeah, overhead compartment over opens, and gremlins start popping out of the overhead right, compartment. Right, dude. It's gotcha, bitch. Get all these motherfucking gremlins on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> oh, dude. Right. Uh, yeah. There's so much weird shit that you can do with this. All right, like, I'm sold now. Franchise. All right, I'm, here I am, a hypocrite. You know, Hollywood has no fucking ideas, but but yeah. it, yeah, I mean, it's like, let's reuse Gremlins. It's, it's hard because <laughs> like we know that reboots and and sequels and all that stuff are a thing. So that's our take on it. But it's, I, yeah, it's like what they did with Child's Play. It's a fine play. line. They, yeah, they did like what, what would you do with Child's Play today? They did that. They rebooted it. You know, and they kind of came up with some fun ideas. And how a doll would mm-hmm. kill people, so maybe gremlins, but we don't need it. But if that's what they do, take our idea. If they if they lean more, if they kept with the horror or comedy aspect, gremlins today would be like fucking viral on TikTok or something. You know, <laughs> like they would be viral Dude. on social media. You get a gremlins oh, wow. filter, and you see what you look like as a female gremlin or a dude gremlin or a whatever gremlin. That's did you ever yeah, watch Keaton Peele's, take over? You ever watch Keaton Peel's skit on uh, Gremlins Two? Yes. Which I don't know. I don't is if I remember that surprisingly one. accurate. It has been it's said really by fun. like one of the writers of Gremlins Two said like, "Yes, this is pretty much exactly how it happened." Yeah, which so is Eric, insane. It's, it's, yeah, they have a uh, uh, key is just like talking to his writers, like, "All right, you know, we, you know, Gremlins One was a huge hit. People love Gremlins, so." <laughs> You know, let's make a sequel. You know, let, we we know the formula, so we'll just do it again. And then behind them is like this super flamboyant, like uh, late eighties, early nineties looking uh, peel. It's just like, oh, I'm just here. I'm just like, I just you know help with like ideas. I forget what he's called. Like I'm like, whatever. But sent by the studio essentially. Yeah, yeah. and then he, and then he, and then they say like, oh, right, so what do you want to do? And then as soon as like the one um, writer gives up his idea, he's like. How about this? He's like, how about more gremlins? Everybody gets a gremlin. So like, what would you do to your gremlins? Like, I don't know. Uh, how about like a spider gremlin? And you're like, you mean a spider? Like, and he goes into like the, the stupid detail of what the characters was, and it was pretty funny. But Dave, the one I really liked was, uh, <laughs> he was like, what about you? And the one writer's like, I don't. How about like uh, a gremlin with googly eyes? It's like, you mean like a <laughs> a gremlin that whose sole purpose in the movie is to look dumb as fuck? It's in the movie. I love it's it. in the movie, and that's just what he does. And, it, and then at the end, I think I like, have seen that. Actually. It's a good. That's, it's a good skit. It's a great skit. But it's the fact that it it's surprisingly accurate. accurate. Yeah. Like it's just you can see like how, any like, dumb idea, any dumb idea you could come up with. It's in the movie. How about we add Hulk Hogan to it? Oh, you mean the actor turned professional, or the yeah, wrestler turned it, professional actor? It's in the yep. movie. Darn. He's in the movie. Right. Go. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. It's funny. Yeah, uh, the sequel, which is weird, I watched that recently too. I watched. I usually watch them back to back, but the the neighbors get killed. They get killed by his American made, you know, uh, 
tractor, right? Mm-hmm. And the Kentucky Kentucky Wrangler or whatever it right. was. Right. So let's go bad for they, that guy. Why he's racist? Well, he, he was racist, right the whole time. He is absolutely foreign, racist. Yeah. Foreign cars, yeah, yeah, foreign TV. Yeah, he's a product I thought of he was going to be the one. I mean, obviously, he was like a pilot or something like that. You know, so like yeah. he has like a grudge against <coughs> probably like you know the Japanese or whatever. But oh yeah, from whatever like, war he was in. Yeah, yeah, but like it's still racist to think that you know. But but I understand where he's coming from. But he gets killed in the sequel. The actor, I think, that played the dad is dead, maybe. So they don't reprise their role. But Billy's working in a uh, a tower, like, in downtown in the city or whatever. And that gets taken over by the gremlins. But the neighbors show up. The neighbors that get killed are in the sequel. They're just there. They just show up. Hey, we want to... We never... You, we never... It's you never don't... confirmed that yeah. they are killed, though. It's... It's implied. It's on, like, a It's sort movie, of implied. Yeah. It's not like the news or something like that. Don't we see something along those lines? And they just do well, the, the mom gets uh, a phone call or something like that. Like, what happened? Really? Like, it was a freak accident at their house. So, no, maybe it was they, at the police station. It was maybe they pulled the, through the okay. cop on the phone. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, those fucking cops. Like they, they're such bumbling fucking idiots. Right. Like you can't you drive. See... You're drunk. <laughs> Eric, did you see Mike from uh, Breaking Bad? No, he was he one of the cops. He's the, he's the dumb even, cop that's even, like shooting the the Nerf gun or whatever. I didn't even recognize him. Holy yeah, shit. that was him younger. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Oh, okay. Yeah, the hitman from uh, Breaking Bad. Like how, yeah, they well, see shit. Santa getting mauled by gremlins and they just like roll up the windows and drive. They're away. horrible cops. They don't, like they don't even wanna... do anything. Oh yeah, they're right. just they're like, just uh, let's go back to the station and then they just drive away. I'm like, they're small town cops. They were not prepared for that. The, you got the... guns though. Just. Blast out the window. True. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, because, like, the Santa Claus guy is just, like, literally, like, begging for help, and they're, like, roll up the window. Like, like is this, like, an <laughs> act or something like that? The grandma's looking in, and he's just eyeballing those two guys as as he's murdering this Santa Claus in the outfit. Right. It's just horrible, but it's a it's a weird one. Like, I, I remember liking it. I watched it with my kids, and I'm like, man, my, my kids kind of like it. You know, it's all right for kids. There's this the whole no Santa Claus part story was pretty fucked up, but <laughs> like it without that scene, yeah, sure, it's great for kids. But like, I don't know, I could see, I could see why it's not a holiday classic because Ugh. it has that, it has that line between Brandon disagrees. Well, classic That's implies part of my you know, life, though. It's just I'm nostalgic for yeah. this movie big time, and like I was just at the right age. I'm well, yeah, if it. you grew up on it, but but yeah, it's got that. Fi- it's not a Christmas story where you know you're gonna watch it with the family every year. It's one of those things. It's a little more niche than that because it's got that horror element. It's got yeah some fucked up sure. stuff going on in it. So like I can see why it's not more popular than you know. Well, it's tough, like you said. Like it's not for just one audience. It's for kind of a mix, you know, like the horror people. But it's not a horror movie because there's like cute kid shit in there too and the cute kid shit by the way if you like that there's some legit scary scenes that happen in this movie so it's it's a hard sell i'd say it's more of a it's more of a comedy than than a horror like there is horror elements but like they don't lean into it enough to be like to fall into that genre which i guess i feel like is kind of what dave's saying it sort of has an identity crisis a little bit because it doesn't lean enough in either direction 
Um, yeah, I could definitely see where you're coming from. But, but doesn't uh, that also like I, help with its appeal, though? That it's different than your usual. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not to. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. I, I mean, don't. For think me, it's... it does, but not for everybody. I, yeah. yeah. The audience. It's definitely a Christmas movie, though. Let's get that out of the way. It takes place uh, like on Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, and there's parts about it like. Movie. I was thinking about there's it. Hot, like, there's lights. There's Christmas decorations. It's it's, a it's Christmas. Well, well, he's given the, the he's given yeah. the Mogwai yeah. as a Christmas present, which I think right. is direct big big but element. I was thinking about it like you know, if Chris taking place during Christmas isn't enough to make it a Christmas movie, like is Home Alone even a Christmas movie? Because that has nothing to do with Santa Claus. It's just a kid getting left to home alone yeah, when his don't... family goes on vacation, like. So, yeah, absolutely, it, definitely a Christmas movie. If it takes place during Christmas and it's about celebrating Christmas, I guess, yeah. that, that's not even a qualification because if you say whatever, the whole fucking tired, diehard argument. Yeah, Bruce Willis know. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, but uh, whatever. Even in, I mean, the whole alone, they're... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah, poor Bruce Willis. Uh, but bad. in Home Alone, they are they are celebrating Christmas, and in this movie, they're technically celebrating Christmas because it's a Christmas present, mm-hmm. you know. So it's definitely a Christmas movie. Agreed. It, but I have not I have not seen Gremlins two though. But it makes oh, me want to really see it because I, I just know it's so much more. They just go oh wild just wait. You, it's so weird. It's definitely more of a B movie. It definitely doesn't have the magic of the team before. It's definitely like the B team making that movie, but right. it's still fun. Like it's got Christopher Lee in it. You know, it's got some recognizable faces. It's fun. I forgot about Christopher Lee in there. And the Gremlins literally take over the movie. Like it's so fucking nuts. You have to watch. It, I've heard. Yes. I have heard people that like like the sec the sequel better than the first one, just because it does go so fucking wild. With Definitely it. less it, horror too. It's more it bonkers. Together. It's just like, goofy as hell. But yeah. I think you should. I want to. I want to watch it. Yeah, I yeah. do want to watch it. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, that's Gremlins. We, yeah. I think we've talked Gremlins about just about everything there is to say about Gremlins. But if there's more that we haven't said, please let us know. Um, But uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun conversation and a a fun one to rewatch because I like I said, I haven't seen it in years. So um, maybe I'll make it uh, make it a yearly special like you do, Brandon, (laughs) because I I enjoyed my watch. Like it was it was it's just a fun movie, just a super fun movie. Yeah. Uh, Well. We will take a little break here, and when we come back, we have another version. I forgot. Did we have a name for this game? I don't remember what Haku it was. Haku you doing? Haku. I like. Haku, yeah, ooh, some, I like that. Haku you Haku doing? Haku you doing? Uh, yeah. But Tejas, our friend from the Discord, the Discord there, uh, has another haiku game for us. So I'm really excited about that. So after we come back from the break, we will be back with that. Right after this.
second edition of Haiku You Doing. Hey. You doing? Our special a specialty of Tejas from our Discord. So um, he will be posting in our Discord as we read, you know, as the new haikus come up. So I will read the instructions that he has posted. Okay. Welcome to the Nomads Haiku, aka Haiku You Doing. This week are movies only. You will play together with three out of five, getting you a trip to the Japanese Winter Sweet Potato Festival. Whoa. All the taters you can eat, yeah. precious. <laughs> Side of honey. Losing gets you mischiefed by gremlins. Womp womp. Okay. So, mischief so yeah, by gremlins you, equals murdered in your own home. Dead. Yes, dead. Um, so yeah, if you if you know if you're listening for the first time if you didn't listen to the first version of this basically tejas is going to post some haikus in our discord we are going to read them and work together to figure out in this case what movie this is a clue for but these are all in haiku form so okay okay let's begin i will read the first haiku here lost in the cold north to find his family he leaves to the big apple and I already know which one this is. Why do you think I know this one too? This one's pretty, do you know it, pretty straightforward. This is a popular movie. Think about the the time of year and look at the amount of letters in the oh, don't spoiler, look at the letters. spoilered box. Well, I, I can't get Home Alone 2 out of my head, but it's not that. So, Lost in the Cold North. Yeah. To well, find his family. The North Pole. Oh, is this Elf? I, I think it's Elf. Have. I've never we really all agree seen on Elf, movie, but I, I, I've seen parts. And well, think... you've never seen Elf, dude. You know it's how I am with Will Ferrell movies. Like I, I, I Will Ferrell, like out. I was like, all right, enough of the man child. <laughs> but I heard that this one was actually one of his better movies. Like, elf is fun. Yeah. I like yeah. Elf. Yeah. So it's become I'll, I'll a it's become a, cl- a Christmas classic for right. many people. Yeah. Um. But yes, I think we all agree. Elf. Let's reveal the answer. It is indeed Elf. Yes. Good job, oh, yeah. boys. Okay. Okay. One step closer to that winter sweet potato festival. Um, all right. Bring on bring on the next haiku, Tejas. We're ready. All right. Here comes the next one. Through space we travel, the princess and faithful droid. Oh, I know. Shotgun rides the mog. Is this space? Bus? I'm a mog. Half man, it's half dog. I'm my yeah, own be best space friend. Bus. That's a good one. <laughs> you just get at these. That's that's space balls. I was gonna say, uh, a, 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 you know, initially you think it's Star Wars, right? He tried to throw um, us off there, but then Ooh. the mog at the end. It's gotta be, gotta be space balls. So we all agree, yeah. Space balls. Should yeah. we reveal? Oh yeah. All right. It is space balls. Nice. We're on a roll. We're on a hot streak. I think he's given us the easy ones first because we. I know. Remember last time we struggled, struggled. a bit with yeah. the first one, so I think he's starting with the easy ones. He's being nice, so we'll see how uh, hard they get. Um, all right, here's the next one. The most want. Oh, I already know what this one is. <laughs> the most wanted yeah. toy brawls in malls on Xmas Eve. Defeat the mailman. Jingle all the way. Jingle, Jingle all the way. Yeah. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Yep. Put that cookie down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, I'm terrible, man. 
He knows my name. All right. What does he do? Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> he knows my name. You can't tell that it's his dad either from that fucking silly ass accent. This giant guy with an Austrian out. accent, you know? Oh, I'm just like every other dad around here. How do you know me? <laughs> Jamie, it's me, your dad. Yeah. No shit. Uh, Jamie's so a dumbass. Good. Oh, we did those quick. Jamie's you a got, dumbass. All right, it looks like we're going to the festival. We might as well we're, just do the Yeah, we're already, go, we're already going uh, to the festival. We got three out of five, but yeah, let's keep it on, let's keep it on a roll. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Life given for work, automaton constable, don't do drugs, he says. Oh, hmm. I know this one. Oh, okay. Hold on. Don't tell me. I don't. I don't Life given don't for know. work, automation constable. Don't do drugs. Big thing is life given for work. Okay. Life given for work. Yes. Okay. Like a priest? Aut- automation constable. Constables. Automaton. Like a, like a police. Like a police officer, maybe. Constable. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's like a British term for a cop, right? A constable. Oh, Robo- Robocop. Yeah. Oh, dude. Good Don't job. Make drugs. Good job. This one, man, Tejas. That's these a are, good one. These are so good. That is, are so man. Good. Yeah. I really okay. want to play RoboCop. that game. That game needs to be played in this household. Oh, it's the like, RoboCop video? The new RoboCop game? New game oh is supposed to be what a good. year so for video good. games, man. Ugh. There's a demo There's a demo on Steam that I need to oh, really? download okay. and try it out on cool. my Steam deck. All right, let's see don't, if we can get five. Don't huff the babe. fumes on that, apparently. Do you smell your Steam deck when you play it? Do I smell it? Do you smell the no. exhaust fan? Apparently. I don't I don't huff it. No, Everybody I don't huff my that. deck. I don't off my deck. Weird dude, Dave. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's the, here's the last one. Nighttime accident. Ooh. Don the hat. Okay. Yep. Don the hat and beard to see. Gain weight for the eve. Is, oh, is this... You guys uh, know this one? Is this Santa Claus? The Tim Allen the Santa one? Santa Claus. The Tim Allen. Yep. This is a classic in our household where we watch this. It's not year. bad. The first one's not bad. They the first one. Only the first one. After? No, only the first one. The right. other one's... Throw in the trash. Right. Yeah. It is indeed the Santa Claus. Okay, nice. Let's wow. go. Five for five. Good. Good <laughs> Enjoy your taters, precious, he says. Yeah. That was awesome. Potatoes. Yeah, teachers. Stew them. Mash them. Boil them. We all know. <laughs> Potatoes. Potato. <laughs> we will get oh, Eric really. to let us watch at least the Fellowship of the Ring of this podcast because... I'm not opposed to it. We I'm, the not, I'm not the one. Sto- I'm not stopping you. How do we not? Well, it's just we're the nomads of fantasy. Even though we're not a fantasy podcast, we're just replace that word with fiction. Listen, but like, I still want to do D and D on the. I still want to do like a D and D episode oh, or something like, where we get some fun. sort of mini like you know quest or Dungeon something. Master Dave. Just yeah. be mm. fun. We'll see. I'm a player character. <laughs> well, maybe we can get a guest. Uh, GM or something, you know. Yes, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Nice, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. I, As I always, thank you, Tejas. Uh, we're always up for more haiku you doing. I feel like you made them easier because we struggled so much last we time. 
So I I do appreciate that. And I also appreciate uh, most of them being Christmas themed, you know, mm-hmm. for the holiday season. So. I wouldn't have gotten that RoboCop one, though. I was not tracking that up. That was a tough. That was. Yeah, that was a tough one for sure. It would have it it took me a minute. Dave kind of nudged me in the right mm. direction. But uh, no, those were all great. Um, but yeah, so this was our last episode of 2023. Um, it was a great year. A lot of a lot of good shit. A lot of movies and video games played. Like two still video games that I want to play from this so year. Many. Like there's too many. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, we'll maybe we'll uh, cover some of those next year. You never know. We'll see what happens. But, um, but yeah, I mean, thanks everybody for a great year. Everybody who uh, listens has listened. Whatever. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Um, but you know. I'll just give you the the normal spiel and we'll we'll head on our merry way uh, to the holidays. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and or Instagram, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy. We're also at the Nomads of Fantasy on the TikTok um, and YouTube channel, YouTube.com at Nomads youtube.com slash at nomads of fantasy that's what it is uh also twitch.tv slash nomads of fantasy for my ocarina streams and you know we stream the podcast live every time we do it so um check us out there follow us there uh but yeah that's about it oh and don't forget the discord nomads of fantasy.com slash discord if you want to stay updated on all things nomads so uh with that i hope you guys have a Whatever holidays you celebrate, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, and we will see you in 2024. Please don't. Travels.